0: We are on the Mishnah. We are starting a new Mishnah, Nivavim Beis 56b4 in the Archival Gemara, and the Mishnayos now sort of take a, a little bit of a sidetrack off of Yibum uh, to discuss what was what we last discussed in the previous Mishnah, which is about different prohibitive relationships with regards to Kohanim. Um, and so, this Mishnah will discuss the prohibition for a Kohen to marry uh, uh, a divorcee, and for the Kohen Gadol to marry uh, a Almana, a widow. And so, just a little bit of a background, is that the prohibition itself is even for them just to get engaged. The, just to get engaged, even if they don't have any sexual relations, the prohibition is itself is to get engaged, and it's a, what we refer to as an ordinary negative commandment, uh, with regards to the Kohen Gadol, it's uh, the violation of a positive commandment. Um, and uh, that prohibition exists even at the time of Erison, at the time of engagement. However, uh, what's clear on a biblical level is that when it comes to the fact that she's not allowed to eat truma, in general, we say that somebody who marries a Kohen, if she marries a koin, then she's allowed to eat truma. Um, and also, certainly if it's the daughter of a Kohen, if she herself is a Kohen and she marries a Kohen, she is allowed to eat Truma. However, what, what makes it that she's no longer allowed to eat Truma, meaning let's say we're discussing a case where uh, the a daughter of a Kohen, so she herself uh, was born as, as a Kohen, she marries another Kohen, uh, but it's in a relationship which is a prohibition. So let's say she was divorced and she marries another Kohen, so... If he were to pass away uh, or even even without that, let's say she goes back to her father's house so then she's not allowed to eat Truma at what point in time? what's clear from the Torah is that it's only at the point in time in which they have uh, sexual relations. at that point in time they're not she's not allowed to eat Truma. Uh, but even if they are engaged, even though there's a prohibition to be engaged because she's divorced and she's marrying and she's being engaged, she's getting engaged to a Kohen, Uh, That itself is not allowed, but uh, at least uh, from the Torah, what's what's clear from the Torah is that uh, she would still be allowed to eat truma at that point in time, once they have sexual relations, so then she's no longer allowed to eat truma. However, our Mishnah, as we will see, our Mishnah will bring down an opinion that says that no, that even from the point of engagement, perhaps on a rabbinic level, from the point of engagement, there's already a prohibition for her to eat truma. Uh, while they are engaged, so the Mishnah says as follows: So if we have one of these cases where the kohen or the high priest, is mar- gets married in a prohibitive way, they're not allowed. To, they're not allowed. To, they get engaged, uh, and it's a prohibition for them to get engaged. But it's a, it, it would be viewed as a valid engagement, which was a discussion that we've had in the past. This doesn't have a severe prohibition of karis. Uh, of an early death. So it would be viewed as an engagement. It would be a valid engagement, but it's asir. It's not allowed. Uh, for the widow to marry a Kohen gadol, the high priest, and also a Grushavekalutza, the Kohen Hedjo. And similarly for somebody who's divorced uh, to marry a regular Kohen. Now the mission does include a Chalutza, somebody who did a Khalitza, but as we pointed out in the past, that's only a rabbinic prohibition. And the commentators point out that It was just included, even though the law might not apply to a Chalutza, but whenever we have Gerusha, when we have somebody who's divorced, they oftentimes include in the list, they also include a Chalutza, even if the law might not necessarily apply to the Chalutza, because it's only on a rabbinic level. (coughs) Either way, we have this case of uh, there's this uh, relationship, which is a prohibitive relationship, and we say Minha Erisin, they're only engaged, they are not halakhically married. So the first opinion, or mayors of the opinion, Lo yochlu Truma, she is not allowed to eat truma. While they are engaged, she is not allowed to eat truma. And we'll see in the Gemara the reason behind this, but the basic idea is that since she's putting herself into a situation where it will ultimately lead, the path seems to be where it's going to lead. To them having sexual relations because right now they are engaged. So already at that stage, uh, she's not allowed to eat truma. But we'll see in the Gemara further analysis about this. But Rabbi and Rabbi argue on the first opinion of Mary and they say no. She at this point in time, she is allowed to eat truma, even though it's forbidden for them to be to get engaged. Uh, but because they haven't had sexual relations yet, uh, so at the point of engagement, uh, t- fundamentally they are allowed to eat truma. Uh, Now, uh, according to many of the commentators, we are discussing a case where uh, she's the daughter of a Kohen. She's the daughter of a Kohen who is marrying a Kohen. So let's say she was divorced and she's marrying a Kohen, so it would be permissible for her to eat Chuma. Uh, We've pointed out in previous recordings that at the time of engagement, even though uh, fundamentally she's allowed to eat Chuma, but practically we say that she should not eat Chuma and one of the primary reasons behind that is because she's still living at her in her parents' home. And her parents are not allowed to eat truma. For let's say she's not a kohen. So her parents are Yisrael. They're not allowed to eat truma. She conceptually is allowed to eat truma. By the Torah, she's allowed to eat truma. But we tell her not to eat truma because the food might get mixed up with the rest of her family because she's living with her family. However, because she's the daughter of a kohen, so her whole family is are, consists of kohanim, So they could all eat truma. So at the point of engagement, she would also be Allowed to eat Truma. Uh, and that is the opinion of Shimon that she could eat Truma because that she's only engaged, and even though it's forbidden for them to be engaged, but she was still uh, allowed, to be, allowed to eat Truma because it is a recognized and legal engagement. That's the first half of the Mishnah. The second half of the Mishnah says, mm-hmm. Now let's say uh, they break that relationship, meaning. Either the husband passes away or they get divorced. So if they get divorced or the husband passes away after they get fully married and after they already had relations, marital relations, so then she's no longer allowed to eat truma. She's not allowed to eat truma even if the, they break the relationship because they had marital relations uh, and it was us or it was not allowed. So even if uh, she returns back to her parents' home and her parents are kohanim, they're part of the kuhuna. She would not allowed to be eat. She would not allowed to eat, be allowed to eat truma, because she's a halala. It's termed as a halala, uh, and she's not allowed to eat truma. However, everybody agrees. Even Remeier agrees that if the relationship ends during the time of engagement, while they are engaged, so then everybody agrees that since they did not have marital relations she could continue to eat truma. So let's say she's the daughter of a Kohen, she would be allowed to eat uh, truma. She, that would be permissible because they did not have marital relations. Even Romare ruled that while they're engaged, they're not, she's not allowed to eat truma. Uh, but after that relationship ends, either the husband passes away or they get divorced at that point in time of engagement. Uh, so then she um, uh, but once it ends, she's allowed to eat truma. Okay, even according to Romare. The Gemara says as follows, Tanya, it is taught in a i of of Meir. Uh, Rav Meir says, and this is the position of Rav Meir, uh, the first opinion in our mission, who says that while they're engaged, she's not allowed to eat Shuma. He says, this is the reason behind it. Kavah Homer I have the following logical reason behind this. Uma Kedush Ein Machilin, And He says, and this is the explanation according to many of the commentators, in a situation of, let's say, the daughter of a Kohen, who marries... A Yisrael marries a non-Kohen, it's totally permissible. A daughter of a Kohen is allowed to marry a Yisrael, a non-Kohen, that's allowed. However, once they get engaged, she's no longer allowed to eat Truma, because at the point of engagement, she's now engaged to her husband. Her husband is not a Kohen, so at that point in time, she's no longer allowed to eat the Truma, the special food that's given to the Kohen. So if that's true, so then certainly... She's, no, she's not allowed to eat truma at that point in time, so then certainly it should be true that if it's an engagement which is not allowed because it's an Avera, it's a sin to be engaged, so then certainly in that situation, i.e., she's the daughter of a Kohen who marries a Kohen, but she was divorced, and the Kohen can't marry somebody who's divorced, so then certainly she should not be allowed to eat truma. So um, Lo, the Chachamim, the second opinion, it says back to Rav Meir, it says, you can't compare the two, Lo. It's not true. They argue and they say, "What are you talking about?" The case of the daughter of a Cohen who was allowed to eat truma and then became engaged to a Yisrael. That Yisrael, that non-Cohen husband, never creates a scenario where he makes it permissible for anybody to eat truma. He's a Yisrael. He's a non-Cohen. He never has the ability to allow somebody else to eat truma. Uh, however, in the case of the daughter of a Cohen who is marrying a Cohen. And she happens, she's divorced. Uh, She was previously divorced, and so therefore it's a prohibition for them to get engaged. But still, that kohen, that husband, has the ability in other scenarios, in other situations. He has the ability. He gets married to somebody else. uh, Then he makes it permissible for that person to eat truma. So he has that ability. So you're comparing two very different cases. The Yisrael, when the husband's a Yisrael, when the husband's not a kohen, so he can never make it, permissible for somebody else to eat Truma but the coin has that ability the coin does have that ability so it happens to be true that they are getting engaged when they're not allowed to get engaged but it still might be true that she's allowed to eat Truma and that's the second opinion the second opinion says that even while they while they're engaged she would be it would be permissible for eat for her to eat Truma. once they have marital relations so then it's forbidden but at that point in time she would be allowed to eat Truma. So the Gemara now says, well, maybe we can compare this machlokas, this dispute between Reb and the other opinions of Reb Lazar and Reb Shimon uh, to another scenario. So, I'm Reb Lazar, I'm Rebbe Oshia. Rebbe Oshia says as follows. What happens if we have the following case? pitzua Daka. Someone who has uh, really crushed testicles. Has someone like that, the Torah says, uh, is not allowed to uh, marry uh, the vast majority of Jews, not just Kohanim, but they're also not allowed to marry most Jews. Um, there's a few exceptions, but they're not allowed to marry most Jews. And so we say, Ptsuadaka Kohen, Chikidish Bas So let's say we have the following scenario where you have this Ptsuadaka Kohen. You have a Kohen who has uh, unfortunately crushed testicles and he gets married. He gets married to a non Kohen. Now it's not allowed, it's a prohibition. It's uh, it's an ordinary negative commandment. It's viewed as a legal engagement. It is viewed as a legal engage engagement, but we should have the same dispute. We should have the same dispute according to Rav Mayor, Who is of the opinion that any time that she's waiting for that uh, she's on the path to have marital relations, which uh, would be. A prohibition and it would also prevent her from eating truma once she has uh, marital relations with this person so then even before that while they're engaged she's not allowed to eat truma so then the same thing should apply in this case that's exactly this case this case is where the Kohen is not allowed to get married because he unfortunately he has crushed testicles so he's not allowed to get married to most Jews he gets married. he gets engaged anyways it's a prohibition so her mayor should be of the opinion that she sh- that she the one who got married, she should not be allowed to eat truma. And Shimon, Mishnah Achla. So then turning the page. But the second opinion that says that no, that it's true. If they were to have married relations, she can't eat truma. But up until that point in time, even though it's not allowed, but it is a legal, legally recognized engagement, so she should be allowed to eat truma. According to the second opinion, so we should have the same dispute that we had in the Mishnah should also exist with regards to other types of prohibitive relationships in the context of a Kohen marrying or getting engaged to somebody else. So the Gemara says, no, maybe we can't compare the two. Why not? Me but the Gemara says that maybe we can't compare the two. Why? Because we're discussing here a case of a ptsuwa daka, somebody who, a Kohen who has crushed testicles. And so since he has crushed testicles, he as a Kohen never has the ability to marry anybody else. As such, he never has that ability to allow somebody else to eat chuma. He never has that ability to allow for his wife to eat shuma because he can never get married. He can't marry most uh, most Jews. And as a result of that, because he doesn't have that ability to allow somebody else to eat truma, so just like he doesn't have that ability ever, so then maybe one can make the argument to say that everybody would agree in this case that uh, the wife cannot have, uh, cannot, uh, in this engaged situation, when they're engaged, the wife cannot eat truma, even according to the second pen of the mission, who says that uh, in general, until they have marital relations, she could eat truma, but maybe within this context, she cannot eat truma because this husband, this Kohen husband, never has the ability to allow anybody to eat a truma. And that is the suggestion of the Gemara. Now, the Gemara will continue, and we'll see this in the recordings for next week. Uh, The Gemara continues to ask, well, is it really true that this psuadaka, this person who unfortunately has uh, crushed testicles, is it really true that he never has the ability to allow for somebody else to eat truma? Maybe there are different scenarios where he would be allowed, uh, where he would have the ability to allow somebody else to eat truma. So that we will see in, uh, in the recordings for next week.